1: What it is, welcome to another adventure of the three wise men. And today, uh, it is my good, good friend, uh, Kevin Kiley, aka A is with us. And once again, cousin Trevor, uh, former NWA heavyweight champion, and I stress former,
0: uh, yeah, and
1: of course, myself. Well, I
0: just, I'm a little bummed out. You were like, my friend, Kevin, my bro, my brother, because
1: Kevin were, doesn't insult me. Cousin, and I told you, I'm still mad, man. I'm still. I'm still not over the whole – you called me up say, said, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm working on my abs, and you laughed for, like, 10 minutes. Like, like it was the it's funniest crazy. joke you had ever heard in your life, and I was offended. Like, I got a thick, thick skin, th- bro, but I was offended. Nah. I, it was just – it was malicious. It was mean. It was well-timed, and unfortunately, was that was your real life. Was that was your real was laugh. No, don't, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't even try that. You weren't having a no, bad I, day. You had a great day because a, you – I made your day because the idea of me working on my abs is hilarious. Just you keep it real. My frown upside down, I, 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 brother. I yeah.
2: believe those abs uh, allowed you to throw me over your shoulder uh, seven uh, years ago. It's yeah. 10 uh, feet in the listen, air. So listen, you do, you're I, doing something right.
1: Listen, yeah. <laughs> listen, I got, I got, let's keep it real. If Trevor and I decided to have abs, th- there'd yeah. be nothing left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: the world would be coming to an end. Total
1: package. The two of us <laughs> if, would be like those two... Beautiful men who train tigers, except none of us are getting mauled. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we would be on tour just for people to be around us. And you know what? Too we we keep it home. This is a choice. Majestic
0: would be the word. This majestic. is a
1: lifestyle. You know, it's not. This ain't easy. Every time I see an abs start popping, I'm like, well, up, oh, let me get some carbs. I mean, <laughs> I can't have poor. I can't have Kev seeing these abs. Like, it will devastate him.
0: <laughs> yeah well I mean what what would I be then, yeah, right, you know you gotta' cause <laughs> we're, we're trying to do our part for the boys,
1: yeah, that's, I mean that's how it it's is. all about sacrifice, it's not a team sport, but you need a team to get it done, and uh speaking of that, so hey man, how was your week? I mean, I just found out that uh Rai is literally in New Jersey, I thought you were still in California, so glad to hear that you got out of California, and now Thank you're you, sir. you're yeah. So now we're going to be able to I have, have to you in studio. Life. So that's going to be to great. Me,
2: yes, sir. Thank, yeah, thank you. I, I had to get out of the West Coast. Uh, you know, L.A. is a crazy place, right? Yeah, I grew so up there. I, I, it's, I, an, it's not the place yeah, I grew that's up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I uh, spent some time out there, tried to do some acting, and then uh, I had some real estate stuff that I had to take care of, too. And uh, now, I'm, now I'm back to the East Coast and, uh, and grounded and, uh, and doing well. So, yeah.
1: Yep. Absolutely. And then,
2: right, down the, right down the street from the studio
1: which is phenomenal. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a in studio and, uh, which, which is a really good thing, uh, because, you know, we just got, then we just have to work on Trevor investing in a, you know, sounding because he's in the Midwest. So, you know, I
0: legit have a microphone, and I bought it off Amazon, but I went man on it. I'm like, I don't need no instructions for oh. this, man. This is a microphone. You got to plug it up. And I threw the box away.
1: Yep, I did and, the same uh, thing. I did the same thing. Man, I bought a mic for my uh, computer, and I didn't know we had to buy a cord.
0: <laughs> I, I am now uh, 110 dollars into something I don't know how to operate. Yeah,
1: so. I'm minus a buck 29, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where to get the cord from, and I'm too proud to ask Best Buy. I'm, I'm
2: operating on $125 Beats headphones right now Yeah, and myself. So, okay. All right. So well, you know what, what, what? Good
1: for you, a <laughs> Well yeah. done. I guess you just got it all. Got your life together. Damn. You know, that one guy trying. I'm well. trying. I don't yeah. know if
2: it's all together, you know. but I'm, I'm moving in the right direction.
1: He, he, yeah. You know, I don't use this word. You know, I don't use this word, but I, apparently you're doing phenomenal. And you know, I don't use right. that word. It's not a word you oh, throw that's around. Word now, though. Yeah, yeah. That's only for certain things. And, um, right. Trevor, what's going on in your world, man? Because you're always working, always working. You had a a sold-out event. uh, Looks from what I saw on Instagram. It was a successful night. And uh, so what's going on with you, man? I mean, you're gaining momentum going into the pay-per-view, obviously. Uh, and Man. you know, please he's, kick Aaron's ass. Just, just mop the floor with him.
2: Yeah, I heard this is a swan song of some kind. Right? Yeah. That, yeah. He's, the he's, he's, yeah, thing? he's okay. an
1: actor now. So he's, you know,
0: oh, that's right.
2: That's leaving his
1: boots right. in well, the ring.
0: Yeah, top. And I don't, I don't understand Aaron's decision process, but he picked me. Yeah, he did. He called he, you out. He did. And, uh, I guess I'm Big the bell mistake. of the ball.
1: You know oh, what? Can you get a five count? Know. I would love for you to get a five count.
0: <laughs> you want me to go Bundy on him? I would John go Bundy, Bundy on his five? ass
1: and hit, hit him with a five.
0: <laughs> just just lock him in, Tycho. Just you know, five. I Don't want five. <laughs> I will see what I can do. <laughs> um, no, man. That CEW show I did was great. They had um, 700 plus people there, which was their biggest event. Um, so it's nice to be out when you do an independent and you've got a promoter that does does what he's supposed to do. Put on a great event. Matt Cardona was there. Million Dollar Man was there. Uh, Hornswoggle was there. Victoria was there. Ron Simmons was there. It was Damn. a really good event. Yeah. Nice. It, yes, sir. It was a really great event, and it was a good show. And then the rest of this week, brother, I'm just trying to get prepared. With the ahead of me Saturday? That's you know we're we're gonna do the pay per view, and then we slide into three days of uh, TV taping. So. Getting everything packed and prepared and spray tan. Um, yep. Wait, you spray I, tan? Listen, okay, I knew this was going to happen when I said I got, I got <laughs> You spray tan? It it's thing like, thing like
1: putting I glitter did, on a pig. What the hell? Why would hey, you? Hey, hey, no, no, no. There is a logical
0: explanation. And, and you know what? That do you go?
1: The,
2: do mind? you go the bottles where you buy them in? in oh, in you the got you. are like singing I, Kevin's song you now. You
0: actually go into the shop. Yeah, Kevin's yeah, I loving used you now. Sallie the sally the beauty, sally beauty you know? that's right oh that my god
1: i'm so glad so i'm black that. and, I'm and the looks, yeah,
0: some of us aren't blessed with with beautiful skin like you that's Tyrus. Right. thanks um but for me i'm a little country and i work outside a lot so right. my arms get, get real red and brown my neck gets real red and brown and then when i take off my shirt it looks like i blind people with all this white meat.
1: right and you got the farmer tan
0: I do, and right. when we're in a business of of going out there and displaying our bodies as big as mine may be, I've always told by Arn Anderson, "What was the rule? Tan fats better than white fat." So I go into a the local tan rule salon, I live by. I go all the women stare at me uncomfortably when I pay for my spray tan, and I go in and I stand in a booth and get her done.
1: Yeah, uh, Ari yeah, was I, a big fan to, of the cans. I was, that's right. I thank,
2: thank you, Ty. <laughs> thank I've, I've you. sprayed yeah, I
1: a back good. or two, I believe.
2: <laughs> right. My approach was Sally Beauty. I think you know for what? What was it? A, about a buck 20, 120 bucks a week. Yeah. In spray tan. Yeah. No, I know it. it I was part of the there, late night hotel trip. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And they, <laughs> they discontinued our product. Right. That they and they changed it to some other. And I can't even believe I'm having this conversation, but
1: like they the changed the formula. All that momentum they <laughs> had.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> just, just, just killed it. You just killed it with spray.
2: Well, I remember at TV, you couldn't, they had the same bottles, but you couldn't take them.
0: You know right. what I mean? They, yeah. they
2: had their bottles of TV, and you know, I was, you know, I was mid Carter most most of my career, maybe, you know, sometimes under back and forth, but but I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I couldn't have those spray bottles, so I had to make sure that I had, right? Salad yeah, bottles it's like getting and, a and, massage, and, and my, like, yeah, you just yeah, didn't do my, it, in, yeah, in my suitcase. And the other half of the time, they wouldn't even you know they wouldn't make it through.
0: How uh, many hotel you know, the bag
2: check have so been destroyed yeah.
0: throughout the years? How many hotel bathrooms <laughs> have been destroyed? Because you know the maid walks in and she looks at that bathroom and she's like, "Those mother."
1: Yeah, That in, is in there, I'm sure there's everywhere. been enough there. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, I think uh, <laughs> Matt Cardona was the one he had. He had he would lay there on a towel. And then uh-huh. roll on it so he get his back done. So he would roll, he would roll on the, on a towel with Nair on it. So I can just imagine what, you know, I think a lot of times when the cleaning lady came in, she probably thought she was in a murder scene. There's like oh, hair everywhere, there's DNA everywhere. Like my God, what happened in here?
0: <laughs> Shout out to those folks, to be honest yeah. with you. They, yeah. You know, wrestlers aren't sometimes the kindest to their room because well, because we're jerks. Well, I, and, I wasn't. Uh, they go I, I wasn't. Okay. Oh, my I, 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 I wasn't. No, You're I, one in a million, no I'm because strong. I'm the
1: one who had to show I three forms of ID to even get in the damn hotel room. So I knew
0: <laughs> they wanted DNA. They yeah, wanted they're a sure like, okay. yeah. They're like, okay, it's two oh. o'clock
1: in the morning. This, this six, eight tatted brother just came in looking for a room. Yeah. We're going to need an extra thing ID <laughs>
0: here. We're going <laughs> to, what's he driving?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably something better than they were. We had, I uh, milked that. Uh, so when you guys, when you first got on the road, did everyone get their rent-a-car and hotel paid for? Like the first, was it like 90 I, days?
0: I, I did for a period until I got switched over to a full deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the very beginning, yeah. once they switched, like first two months, I was, I was their tag team champ and didn't have a full deal. Right. But they didn't they knew I wasn't going nowhere. But then once they flipped right. it over and I was making that real money, they were like, You gotta pay for your own stuff.
1: And A R I was like, uh, you came up in NXT, so it was like the same thing, although we had yeah. to ride you you couldn't always pick who you rode with, but usually we were all pretty but, tight anyway, so it really wasn't a bad thing. We had a good group well, of you guys. and
2: I traveled together a lot. Yeah, we I, were I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were
1: and uh um, And I was
2: I was part of that check in process
1: with right. you, you. And know? we would yeah, yeah and you okay. would lose I I remember you didn't take <laughs> The one thing about a- right man you did not take any guff especially I think probably the well, best thing ever you know, was the Tampa airport where you are pleading <laughs> with the lady you're like this is your job phone. this is what right. you do you're supposed to be ex- I'm not supposed to do your job for you because well, while I, she I, was not getting us a flight I called on yeah. I called Delta on my phone and got us That's flights right. and then That's you right. couldn't let it go you're like excuse no I'm sorry ma'am
2: that that is 100 percent. I remember because we were trying to book a flight coming out of Delta and she could not find a flight or she said we couldn't, we yeah. couldn't make it to the next city. And we had to be there. And in the process of me speaking to this lovely woman, um, yes. it, you had found one on your phone and I couldn't figure out how. And I, I can't remember if it was Delta or not. It was but Delta. I, I it was Delta. And okay, I love fine, Delta. But I'm yeah, that. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, But I couldn't. I couldn't understand how she was working behind the desk and you know, that was her job. But yet you found the flight on the phone. I literally bumped you and said, I got us a flight
1: we're good. I called the office and they booked it for us. And then you were like, excuse me, ma'am. This is I, your yeah. job. I was confused.
2: He was so
1: under. hurt. Like you're not. I was. You're supposed. Why is he doing your job? Like, well, it was an hour. It was an, yeah. at
2: least a ninety-minute conversation. Yeah, it was, minute. it was it a minute. It was a minute, and
1: you it, were going it, to get the last. At least you were trying to make it a teachable moment. And yeah, she, was not, I believe she was not, she was not having it
2: from the Chili's bar that yeah. was 20 feet away. Yeah. So I was, you know, it was a little confusing,
1: but, but <laughs> I always liked his passion because his thing, you are a stickler for customer service and you, uh, you're you not going to go, you're not going to go to Yelp. You're not going to go uh, to online. No, 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 you're no, going to no, solve no. it right there. Uh, you're going to, you're going to no. air your grievances and part That's as friends. <laughs> I, you you're always yeah. like, well, thank you for your time. Right. And then, right. You know, you're I
2: just trying to understand. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think that's what it understand.
1: is. And, and, she, <laughs> well, and she, was like she was right. not helping you. She was not helping you. She was just like, yeah. did you guys get your flight next? And you're like, well, right. <sighs> you got to be better at your job. And I was like, let's go. A-ron. Let's go. A-ron. I do
2: remember that. Bit. Yeah. Right. I do you were, right. You were you were visibly Thank you. Thank you shaken out of there. Yeah, you yes. were visibly yes. Yes. shaken.
1: Uh- <laughs> I said our our luggage is yeah. going to be in Bangladesh if you don't shut up right now.
2: <laughs> right, right. So That's my spray tanner. Yeah, and you need that,
1: you know, because yeah. you can't that you yeah. can't take that as carry on. But right. uh, you know, <laughs> speaking of doing your job, do we have our our legend with us? Is he? Who's with our us? legend? It is the great Austin Idol.
0: Oh. Man, Wonderful. each week, bro, you keep bringing just knocking home runs out here, yep. man. Okay, you know, so this is going to be funny I because you know he's you know
1: he's old, right? And the old schools don't yeah. know technology. Yeah. So when I told right. him I said right. it was three o'clock, you know, Eastern time, would we'll probably bring you on three twenty. All he heard was three o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, Yeah, I'll so be I'm like
2: probably three. trying to figure out the phone. Yeah, the trying to. It's hard. It's hard to get online
1: on, on on Zoom with a rotary phone. It's not easy. <laughs>
0: that's horrible at least we got to make fun of him when he's here oh it's, it's trendy, coming you
1: know? it's coming because you know oh and i just everyone uh a right you have earphones on trevor do yeah. you have earphones on because yes, i do you, i don't need to tell you how loud he is
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right
1: you're in for a treat this guy knows one volume <laughs> <laughs> and it's max it's maxed out so we'll have him on shortly but uh Just piggybacking off like we had The Godfather last last time, and man, I that was incredible. He had probably hands down the greatest wrestling career of everyone because he just did it for the fun of it. Yeah. He called his own shots. Think about that. Like that is he could stop whenever he wanted to. He was never ever going to be under anyone's thumb. My, that that might be the greatest career you could probably, maybe Flair or Hogan, but you know, in terms of like pushes or whatever. But in terms of like mental health, he's got yeah. to be yes. the most got it together superstar of all time.
2: Yeah, and, and he was happy. on the he he was on the video too. He I don't know if everybody, but I could see, it, and he was a happy man. And you know, yeah. I know, oh he's just, yeah, you know
1: he's and it's yeah. so refreshing. We yeah. always hear about. The horror stories we always hear about right. the tragic stories, and we never celebrate the success stories. Yeah, you know, and unless it's The Rock or Cena, or dare I say, Tyres,
0: we right. don't. Yeah, well, no. Sure.
2: But, sure. Yeah, I mean,
1: but I'm just saying, as far as TV's times, goes, one
2: bestseller. Now. Yeah, come on.
1: But just, the yeah. the point is though, he didn't do it necessarily in front of the camera, but he was doing it in life like he had it together and it is so important for anyone in this business because let's be honest the the bus days are pretty much over in terms of one guy just making you know few money and never having to right. do anything again um you know the injuries the business itself it's changing you know you got to have plan B like to every yeah. every young wrestler who's listening to, or current wrestler you have to have plan B. You have to have, and it's even better when plan B becomes plan A, plan a while a, you're doing yeah, it. Because, well, and
0: can, can I say something? A lot Yeah, of the it's a podcast. Guys,
1: I would hope you would. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, uh, man. I'm so glad I'm just your friend. Um,
1: oh, your family, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A lot of guys, young guys in the business need to understand that there's only a handful of guys up there that are on top that stay there for the 10, 15, 20 year, you know, career wise. You know what I mean? And it's hard to find work afterwards. But so they need to plan and realize that whatever time they have up there, make the most of it while they're there, be creating like like we've heard that plan B while you're working on plan A.
1: Use that right. platform. Yeah, you gotta you have to look at it. And again, I'm not I'm speaking from looking back because I'll be the first one to tell you that I didn't use my platform for when I was in the WWE because I was a lifer. I could talk. I could work. I looked apart. I, I could make them love me. I could make me hate me. I was going to wrestle and then yeah. I was going to be Gorilla Monsoon with A Rai. And we were just, we were there forever, you know, probably be yeah. agents. Yeah. We had it laid out. We were lifers. Yeah. And that did not happen. And I had to learn the hard way. And I didn't use Twitter. I didn't use any social media, unless, I mean, at gunpoint, because I just didn't feel like I didn't have time. Yeah,
2: I was the same. Tyrus, I didn't quite understand it. And, and I stayed away from it too. Yeah. And yeah.
1: It's like we, uh, I, I specialized in one thing, you know, it's like right. uh, to put it in other terms and Trevor, you can attest to this too. It's like we're all polar bears, right? And we, we rule the ice, but the, when the ice melts, we're asked out and yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we're stuck and we either sink, we either swim or drown and a lot of guys and that, that thrill of being there and you should take time. And that's another thing that I I think all three of us are guilty of is never stopping in the moment and saying, damn, I'm doing it. And I feel good about this. We were always worried about what was going to happen next. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: We'll be back with much more after this.
2: I, th- I think Godfather said something too that, that, that stuck with me He said, well, when I wasn't having fun, I left. And I was like, well, wow. I mean, what, like what a privilege to be able to do that. But I think it's, it's such a, you know, it's, it's a different type of job, right? right. I and mean, you, you're always, you're always on stage. You're always in front of people. You need your creative brain. You need your heart. And you know, when you stop having fun of it and, and certainly I went through that process where, you know, it started as very, very, it started as a dream. You know what I mean? extremely fun. And then, and then it became a job, you know, as I, I was trying to explain to some people that were close to me, like, you know, it, it may look like that to you, but at some point, everything becomes a job, even sports entertainment, even professional wrestling. And I think, you know, when, when he said that to me, well, well, you know, Guys, when I wasn't having fun, I made sure I stepped away. Now granted, he stepped away probably with a couple million dollars in the bank, right? Right. But that was that was pretty insightful. But that was also you know? because, because of his successful fun,
1: right. business ventures outside of wrestling. Right. So gotcha, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't dependent. Like and yeah. he was he had such and he had his ups and downs like we all do, but he had such a good bearing on himself as far as self-esteem right. and uh, Wrestling makes you really insecure. Yeah. You know, and yep. your chase for that brass ring uh, can make you paranoid. Yeah. And, and, you, and you lose yourself. Like, I, yeah. I lost myself, even though yeah. um, the Funkosaurus was, was, I turned it into something great. And then it became a curse because I was always wondering when they're going to end it. When they're going to end it. When they're going to screw me over. When right. is this going to happen? When is it going to happen? And then you screw yourself over because nobody wants yeah. to work with that guy. Yeah, You know, and so in the spirit of that, um, our next guest legend, uh, the great Austin Idol, he made quite a good career in, in um, reality. So he was at the top of the wrestling game during his time. And then he could step away because he had other things, which I think is important to get that message up there. So joining us right now is the, the great, the legendary Austin Idol. What's
3: the special today?
1: Uh, the special's you. You're our yeah, special I'm, I'm guest. A little, I'm, a little
3: hungry. I'm a little hungry. What's the special? He's ordering food. Great. Minute? I want something off the menu. I don't want what everybody oh, else is. What you got off the menu? Uh, it's I want a, a podcast. I want to eat in the
1: kitchen. Yeah, no, wrong number. What number did you dial?
3: I dialed the right number.
1: See, I told you it was hard to call in uh, on a podcast hey, from a rotary from phone. Rotary. Yeah, so
3: this ain't me. on all <laughs> wheels. <Austin. laughs>
1: yeah, it's not. hey,
3: hey. No. Ain't no wrong numbers. I got the right number, don't
1: I? Yeah. How How the hell are you, sir? I'm I'm, I'm great. So uh, we were talking, and uh, the reason why we asked you on today. So last week, the legend that I had on was uh, Godfather, and um, he talked about the importance of having a Plan B. And uh-huh. you, uh, your career is legendary but one of the things that i most admire about you and one thing that godfather stood that stood out stood out to me was says when it wasn't fun anymore and it became too much drama i would just say i'm done guys and i would go back to working uh my other stuff and and he had a very successful strip club and he had other business ventures and your story is very similar to that because you could you could step away whenever you want to. They could ne- you were never at the beck and call of the promoter. If you didn't like something, you would say no because you had other avenues. And I think that's one of the things I most admire about you because we never hear those stories. We always hear the bad stories of guys who fell on hard times. We never hear the good stories, and you're one of those good stories.
3: Well, Tyrus, you know, I was uh, just like you. I'm bigger, you know, and um, I'm, I'm fearless when it comes to so, you know, when initially I mean really when I quit the wrestling business, I mean I just quit it and I was doing you know, I was doing well. I mean I was doing fine. Uh so I mean I was making money, I was saving money, and I just, you know, got tired of it and uh, quit. And um I had but I had no plan B. I did not have a plan B. So there you go. So there's probably you might want to factor in a little bit of stupidity or, or just make it more of a, you know, I backed myself into a corner is what I, what I did. So I, um first thing I decided was I'm, I'm going to take a little time off and just chill and just train and not think about anything. I mean, really not think about anything. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then, I, then after probably about six weeks, feel, you know, rebooted and recharged and feeling really great and wanted to do something, but I had no, I mean, really, I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, the little house, not a big house, but I knew I had some equity in it. And I said, well, you know what, I guess I'll try to sell this house. And I had a friend who was a realtor and did the house, got a contract on it. I mean, pretty quickly. And I mean, I had no place to, to well, rent an apartment i'll just rent an apartment and just take my equity out and you know and just just rent an apartment and just see what's see what's next so, so you know signed a contract as a seller had 30 days in the, in the house the house was going to close it was in good shape so i had 30 days and in the meantime this same realtor friend of mine one afternoon called me and said hey what are you doing so i'm getting ready to get in the shower don't do it we're here on blackshear avenue is a house and inside the house right now, there's a line of people outside to get it, trying to get into the house. You got to come over and see this house immediately. It's been undervalued, and the the house was maybe five minutes away, but a whole different environment. Five minutes away across the street, there are million dollar homes on a beautiful bayou. This was like a brick, kind of a rancher, you know, twenty five hundred square foot. And she was right; there was a line getting in. So I went up, knocked on the door. She let me in, closed the door. She says. You got to buy this house right now full price you're paying all the closing costs and when she told me the price and uh, I mean, really you know i didn't know hardly anything about real estate not really um i said okay sign the contract now i don't have a job i've quit my job <laughs> my job so i'm not i'm unemployed right so i put the contract on the thing you know and she gave her a check for a thousand bucks i had a thousand bucks gave her a check for a thousand bucks so she said, this, this is going to fly because you're paying all the closing costs, yada, yada, it'll fly. And so the seller signed the contract. I went to my local bank and then of course, banking was different. It was a community bank. It was a little bit different And the, and I knew the guy was the president of that branch went in and had to copy the contract. I said, his name John Stan, John Stan. Hague. I said, John, I've uh, got a cut this house. He looks at the contract says. Oh, hey, that's a good deal over in Blackshire Avenue. He says, You're still wrestling, aren't you? I said, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I wasn't, right? Right. I said, Oh, yeah. He said, No problem. He said, We'll get you the loan. Yeah. Got the loan, right? I got the loan, moved into the house, put some money into it because I didn't want to, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it was a nice, it was really nice. The location was killer. There would have been a house, I could say, you know what, I can live here for, gosh, forever. I mean, really forever. And uh, after about six months, my money's starting to deplete, deplete, deplete. And I said, you know what? Ah, I'm going to have to sell this house now. <laughs> Put an ad in the newspaper, a professor f- from a uh, uh, university of uh, No FSU. FSU, him and his wife are moving down and they're water babies. They're, they're water freaks and right across the street was the water. He came in, looked at the house, bang, full price. Full price. I'm getting my money I put into it, and I did the math pretty quickly and I said, you know what? If this thing closes, I'm gonna walk out of that closing attorney's office about eighty thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. It closed. Just like that. Closed. Yep. Yep. I had to check now that it wasn't net eighty. Net on it was probably 60, sixty, sixty-five. I walked. I got in the elevator. got the the the, the thing, you know, the the whatever, the little portfolio, whatever. I'm looking at that check. I'm thinking, you know what? That's good money. I mean, that's real good money. Yeah, especially back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm wondering, could lightning strike twice? I wonder. <laughs> you know. So I had some cash there. I could play with some cash and still have some in my pocket and that same realtor took our house in the historic district that was like a i thought it was a steal you know i thought it was a steal we moved into that place but the same scenario kind of started taking place again you know i was living happily ever after nice house built in 1920 some uh good square footage had all the just had other history and all that things are starting to kind of run a little bit low and I didn't want to run out. I said, you know what? I really don't want to sell this house, man, but I got to take a shot at it. See, you were just I flipping it houses. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't, no, not really, not really because it's the, how you define the word flip. So what year was
0: this Austin? What year was this? Huh? What year was this?
3: Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm just trying to think. I'm going back uh, 80, 80. 80? 80 okay. something.
0: Okay. No, 80? I can, no, I can dig that.
3: Yeah, eighty something, eighty something. So anyway, I'm, okay. but now I so, said, you know, I, I better, I better try to sell this house. Say a Dentist, a retired dentist, him coming in from Delaware or somewhere, somewhere. Maybe not Delaware, whatever. They come in, boom, full price. Uh huh. I got a pretty good hit here. Now I got a pretty, I'm putting money back in my pocket, back in my pocket. And then right. it's a long story, but it's kind of, there's a punchline to it. And the punchline is coming up pretty soon here, right down the street. A house I always admired. It was on a beautiful city park. Just went on the market. Just went. just went on the market. And I had some cash cut a deal was a, which is a really good deal. Cause I'm getting hip to real estate and dog, and of course, all about location, Naturally, all about location and moved into that house and stayed in that house for 15 years in that house, that uh, base camp for me. And then I started doing houses and that was my, that was a job I gave myself, always looking for property, always looking for property. I mean, I knew my location, I knew where I wanted to be, but I would have my best shot at 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 selling, right? And of course, you make your money going in, you know, you got to you got to cut the deal and make sure that you're cutting the right deal and figure it out. And for the first probably, I don't know, two or three years, I had some really good subs that would go in and do the stuff, you know, not crazy stuff, but enough to really make it nice and cutesy it up. And then I figured that out. I said, you know what, I don't need to be doing that. Forget that. I'll let the next buyer do all that. And I'll discount the house X amount of dollars what I thought they could put into it and just bring it up to where it would be comfortable, you know? Yeah. And so I quit that. Yeah. And it uh, turned 15 years, 15 years of real estate. That was Yeah, 15 years of real estate, you know, I'd get the houses I have maybe the most I would have at one time would be three. on the market at the same time. So I had three lines of water, you know, catch, catch fish I had three lines in the water. So really, it was it was a great life. I mean, great life. Going to the gym every morning, go out in my boat and go fishing and whatever. And and then one would sell, and boom, another would sell, and just kept on turning them over, turning them over. And now I wish there
0: was a I wish there was a TV camera because what you basically described, Austin, was that you're the original flipper. You're the OG flipper. (laughs) We have all these (laughs) we have all these reality TV shows. I want to see an Austin Idol flipping show. That's what I want to see. I would, I wouldn't, that would be entertainment to me.
3: Well, let's produce it. I mean, let's produce it because the thing, <laughs> is, a, there's so many funny stories. I mean, I'm talking 15 years of uh, transactions with all different types of people, the wackos, the, yeah. the, the you know, the, I mean, just tons of wackos. And so you're always negotiating and you're always playing chess and you got to know when to, you got to know when to bluff you know okay you don't want did, did you feel it did you feel like you had a natural gift for picking
2: the properties like out of when you transitioned from wrestling because you said the first three you you bought you kind of just got on a roll and you you made money on them i know you, did you kind of feel like you had a, a site for it just kind of well yeah i
3: knew the locations was, because it was in, it was the okay. area that i lived in so i knew where i know what the good locations were you know right and, that, and it's all about location and real estate you know, it's, right. I knew where the good locations were, so I stayed within those, like, at the time, really, there was like three locations that were all nice neighborhoods. They were all nice neighborhoods. And then yeah. eventually, I kind of went off and did some stuff on uh, Pensacola Beach that turned out really good. They built some condos. A friend of mine he's passed away, Fred Levin, who was the first to go against the tobacco industry and win it. Yeah, first one. Uh, well, Fred and I were buddies, but and he, he built him and his brother, Alan, they built these amazing condos on Pennsylvania, Portofino. And I got in early, very, very early on a couple of them, couple of them, and eventually yeah. sold. them. I mean, I had a good run. The only thing what stopped and, and you know, I, I was so happy. And I figured, you know what, this is my career for the rest of my life. But 2008 came along. And right. boom, as that matter of fact, wasn't and tires, so I was moving over to New Orleans, Oh yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah. yeah, before Katrina, because in 2004 we got hit with a Hurricane Ivan in Pensacola, and it just decimated everything. And I had, uh, I think maybe three or four, three, four, five houses at the time. So by going through all the insurance and all that stuff, and really, you know, getting that all settled, I knew. said, you know what, I'm this this town ain't never coming back. I'm, and I used to go to New Orleans a lot.
1: So that was I'm a gonna, wise I'm move
3: gonna... <laughs> <laughs> from the frying pan oh, okay. into the fryer. <laughs> well, you never know, though, because it, it, in 2004, New Orleans was fine.
1: Yeah, and Katrina changed so, everything.
3: Yeah, Katrina. So I had, uh, honest, I promise you, I had five condos in the quarter under contract, all at great deals. Great deals. Great deals, and I thought, well, you know what? And these were these were uh, in uh, condos in uh, progress. They hadn't been finished yet. You know, they were old. Bu- I mean, they're old buildings, very old buildings. And one of the one of the ones I was going to keep for myself was right across the street from the New Orleans Athletic Club. That's Rampart. Yeah, that's Rampart. Yeah, and this was a townhouse built in the eighteen hundreds and it had seven units, and I had two units. I had the t- top floor, seven, seventh floor, and they had one underneath it. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to stay on top. You know, uh, speaking of the 1800s, I got a question for you.
1: Uh, when you think about your success in <laughs> – in, uh, Realty. No, I wasn't born in the no No, I'm just saying, but <laughs> your feud, your feud, no, you were born in 17, 1795, but uh, your your feud, your feud with Jerry Lawler when you cut his hair, I feel like that was like one of the highlights or the, one of the biggest moments you were like, I think you're the most hated person on the planet. When you were that hot, when you were that hot, it was the same kind of feeling as it was. With your success in the with selling houses and stuff, was it the same kind of success feeling?
3: Well, they weren't trying to kill me, <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, because that was <laughs> right. <laughs> you had to be like hidden, didn't you? You had to hide to get out. You couldn't even leave the building, right?
3: Well, we were we were delayed. Yeah, we were delayed for sure. Yeah, we were delayed. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, yeah, thing. I mean, really, because no one could ever could have ever figured that one. I mean, really jerry lawler the King of memphis head shaved no there's no way there's no way it's impossible so you know the place was packed and it was extremely hot and dangerous very dangerous very dangerous first time i ever ran out of a match first time ever and i was and you were genuinely
2: nervous leaving the building correct i
3: mean they were they were yeah i mean well they wanted it was a riot i mean they wanted to they wanted to kill us you know and yeah i mean it was Pretty, pretty scary. Really, I mean, it was over and we're in the ring and the. Co- I could look at, I could see the, I the, the the cops on the floor. They were scared, because this thing was out wow. of control and it was just like, a little bit, the whole thing could have been imploded. I mean, it's just close to just everybody going completely crazy, and insane. One guy trying to come over the top and I had a big chain with a lock tied on the end of it. I'm swinging it and Man, if you come over here, you're going to get whacked, man. I mean, wow. either you or me, you're going to get exciting. whacked. That's
0: exciting. That's heat, though. That's <laughs> that's that is that, heat. Yes, <laughs> that's
3: no, that's, I think <laughs> that's past <laughs> heat.
1: I think that's what you <laughs> call yeah. some bullshit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, not- hey, man, thanks for coming to the show, but it's over. Take your <laughs> <No>. ass home.
0: <laughs> no, they believed it. We, yeah, we they sure did. We to that heat. Well, you course know what I mean? like-
1: Trevor's saying that, but if he was in that cage with you, he'd have been like, what are you going to do? How are we going to get out of this? What? Why would you cut his out. hair? I told you not to. <laughs> Dude, this was it. a stupid idea. This was stupid. I would turn on you quick. Oh, yeah.
0: Fingers and everything. I'm Let's like, get I'm him, everybody. <laughs> oh,
3: well, I bounce the bat.
1: Yeah, I would have rolled out the ring right when the Clippers came out and be like, yeah, I'm out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I say these
1: people are ready to kill. I mean, they were. But that. that it has a lot to do with how good you were. You can't just right. do those things. Yeah. Like you got, when I think of guys who would get just unbelievable heat and, and anger, like you, Terry Funk, Harley race, not that pretty heat. Like Ric Flair got where the ladies still loved him. Cause he, he, they, he was so successful. You hated him. You were just vicious. And that was a different kind of, we don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's part of wrestling, unfortunately, is gone because the way the world is now, they just couldn't handle it. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
0: Harley would tell me about every two months, like he would walk out to his car and somebody would have either thrown something through the front windshield or stabbed his tires because they saw him pulling into the building. And he would readily have like spare tires with him because inevitably somebody was going to Pop his tires. And can you imagine being world champion walking out, going, look at my car,
3: man. God, it, damn. Hey, hey, hey Trev, I've had my wind, my tires slashed. Go and not, not serious. Thank goodness, not seriously. they got cut in, cut in Puerto Rico, coming back from the ring. Oh man, but shot. I don't know if I was shot in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yes, Scranton, Pennsylvania. And wrestled uh, Chief Jay Strombo, who was so hot at the time. I mean, you couldn't even look at this guy without them wanting to kill you. And uh, at, when the matches were over, my car was parked in the alley. And as I was walking to go to, to, go to my car, and there wasn't any protect, protection out in the alley. But there was people out there. There was people out walking to my car. Right? A boom, boom. So somebody had a big, big piece. And I assume they shot it up in the air, but I tell you what, I probably a gold medal for a sprint to my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just keep winning man.
1: You know, when you, when I hear, when you tell stories, it it always just takes us back to a time. Cause you always paint a picture and that has so much to do with what it is to be in the ring. You paint a picture, you know, the dusty roads yeah. always tell them you got to paint a canvas, you know, and, and uh, you certainly did that. And um, you know, The fact that you're able to regroup and then go into another line of work and climb the top of that to a high level uh, is tremendous. And that's more of what the boys need to hear because so many times they try to specialize in this business and this sport and it doesn't always work out, man. Thank you so much, man, for coming on today and dropping a little knowledge on us. Well, I'll see you in in a very short time uh, because we got business to do, poor Mims. And, yeah uh, you got a
0: you got a match coming up right we haven't even discussed that, it, that. Yeah. oh man he it's is, uh,
1: hey 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 listen, title listen, defense, listen. right title yeah title listen defense. listen I've talked Holy about day. it we about to be about it I mean you know young men dresses he dresses, he dresses like me he acts like me but he ain't me so you know <laughs> <Strong> <laughs> men. yeah 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 and who's his strong. creative guy big strong mims that's you know. what you that's what you did that's what you came up with was there a team on that you know that's yeah. why having oh, someone like Austin strong, Idol hey, in your corner to hey. say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe come up with something better than that." That's you're when you call yourself a non-complete sentence. Don't. Big, <laughs> <strong> <laughs> mims, a little so more look, dedication. Yeah, to you need character. a little. Put a comma <laughs> in there. Right. Yeah. You know. Oh. Hey, hey, Tommy. <laughs> Guys, strong, strong
3: men. Yeah. Strong men. Uh, strong men. Strong as. A, and almost as smart.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you, you guys go. guys
0: can't underestimate yep. the underdog. I'm telling
1: you. Oh, I'm the underdog. Let him tell it.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 all right, man.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hey, Mr. Idol, thank you so much for coming on. Please come back soon. Uh, appreciate you.
3: Okay, same here, guys. Okay, appreciate it, all right?
1: All right.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you See, you Saturday.
1: See you Saturday. Take
0: care. Man. What a life that guy's lived. What a life that guy's lived.
1: Uh, just unbelievable. And Completely played me like a fool when he told me the first story. <laughs> he told me he his his this uh, the old school guys always working man. He told me uh, like he was like working. wrestling, started selling houses, told him to kiss his ass, and then he gets on here and it's like I didn't even I would have cue the violin, but
0: yeah, he got us. But
1: still, you know, it's, it's still he got me.
0: It was still a positive story. No, and
1: y'all some punk asses. Nobody said nothing. Like nothing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you got to wonder, I mean, though.
1: I, I mean, if,
0: we had if to he had patients, three right come on. off
2: the bat. He knew the locations, right? Yeah. You know, he kind of had it in the back of his mind yeah. somewhere.
1: He, would, he had yeah. to have, right? Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I, I yeah, for sure.
0: Austin's very crafty, so I, I I believe he had it. He was working a plan. He's always – like, Yeah, he's, he's always, working always, always working a plan.
1: Always working a plan. Those guys are always you know two what? steps ahead. You know
2: what I never did like Tyrus and Trevor's like remember when i was when i was with wwe people would come up to me in bars and restaurants right i go oh tell me about what you do you're a wrestler right you're a sports entertainer right tell me about what you do and i would stand there you know my my ego would would grow right and i would stand there for 15 or 20 minutes and i would just (laughs) i would just talk about myself and what i did you know and and, in retrospect i i should have been in that same you know understanding well you know kind of what do you do right And, and i believe i tried you know i believe i tried to but you know it, it was a it was a space where i was you know everybody's always asking about wrestling and tell me this story and tell me that story and 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 maybe you know i i should have in that space been a little bit more engaged and you know well why don't you tell me about your profession right why don't you why don't you tell me about what what lights you up in your profession and you know i, I never really took the time to do that as much you know and, and looking back i uh, you know i kind of regret that right as, I- as they were coming up to me having them you know, tell tell me these war stories and tell me this and tell me that. I would get kind of lost in it, and then you know they would they would go and be on their way. But I think there was a space there that that maybe we all can close, right? If if we're if we're looking for for B pl- or Plan Bs,
1: right?
0: Yeah, because yeah. you never know who you're gonna yeah. meet. I, I think that comes down to maturity as well, too, gentlemen. Right. We're all a little bit more grown now, and we realize yeah. that that money tree isn't going to be forever. Let's yeah. just hope some young guy is listening to this podcast and will be smart enough to take our advice. And if go, they okay, haven't, I'm if good. they
1: haven't turned it off already,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we brought them back, brothers. And, uh, that's, Man, uh, let's hopefully they take that advice. Come on, we're gonna move on forward.
1: I will tell you what, though, I thought I had an ace in my pocket with this communication major on this squad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm yeah, good. yeah, you are. Yeah, way to, riveting. Way to, way to jump we in, in there, it's, Trevor. You know, this is what happens now, when you respect studies. you respect your elders, and they tell long stories like that. Trevor texted yeah. me going, "Do something." <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Well, you're the but host I now. This, yeah, this, it's like, oh, now it's on wait, me. Wait, wait. Before he before he got all kinds of stuff to say, and he's texting me, do this something. Is my, this is not mine.
0: This is not mine.
1: It's mom. just as much yours <laughs> as it is <laughs> mine. So the next time you want to text me, why don't you say it out loud? <laughs> just... Damn coward. Left it up to me. I had to no. wait until he said 1800s. <laughs> you you heard the
0: message, so you sure as hell agreed with me.
1: Yeah, no, I did. You know, and I love Idol. <laughs> but uh...
0: – I was like,
1: he told us every house he sold, every yeah. one from Bunch 1980 to 2006, <laughs> he went through every house he sold. Well, and that's what I want. I just got a text like, from the producer like, Hey, you know, you got to be done at four o'clock, right? I'm like, it's three 40
2: figure
1: out a $60,000 is a lot of money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what $60,000 in 1980 was like,
1: clear, was like, was money. like, uh, $20,000 now. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> that'll get you, that'll get you three tanks of gas, a trip to the movies and a, a yeah, flight for now. you and your fiance yeah. on spirit to, uh, Pensacola, Florida. But yeah, man, damn. Yeah. Well, nice job, fellas. Nice, nice job. <laughs>
2: Better respect our elders, though, and, and when yes, I love him,
1: but I'm he's gonna we get gave it for him this. The mic. He's gonna get it for this. Right. He's uh, <laughs> what he said, the punchline. I said, There better damn sure be one.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm still waiting.
0: <laughs> I might have you accidentally actually. missed that when we yeah. were texting.
1: Yeah, like, no, I, I love him though, man. And, and he's he told it like it was, he just told it like it was his podcast, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's all good, man. Uh, for well. I would say what you learned today, but we've all learned how to flip houses. So, well,
0: but we all definitely learned we gotta have a plan B, and it's all different. Yeah, and we gotta at least you have four or five
1: backup yeah. questions.
0: Yes. And, yes. And Way to go,
1: communication guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's. I'll take that. One. You come. You. Your legacy. Twenty years. Your ago, legacy. But, you know, I'll, I'll, Your legacy. I'll
1: step off. I'll step Your on. father did this. <laughs> That's you correct. do this. Yeah. You <laughs> right.
0: Your legacy. See, this is what I always <laughs> right. said
1: about nepotism, man. Nepotism <laughs> is terrible because.
0: He just yeah. broke out the 23 and me. He's like, come on, man. You better get this done. I was searching
2: for questions.
0: Yeah, yeah there was none. There was none. There was none. There was none. I, I would mean, have we did. to admit it was a little difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah, what, it was what,
1: so what, difficult what, that you text this? me. i, just,
0: <laughs> I do something. I, come on. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, now well, three wise men. Yeah, that's what we not. <laughs> big question mark.
1: Yeah, big, big question ass question mark in this one. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: sighs> well, if are coming well, to listen to this for intelligence, if you're still here, podcast. if
1: anyone is still here, thank you. And for more podcasts like this, just like this. Uh, well next week we'll be talking about diversifying well, your funds and uh, well, yes. whether it's going to be better to invest in pork bellies or just regular oranges A-A-R-P. yeah alright F- me alright thank you <laughs> for more podcasts like this you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com this has been three of the dumbest asses ever <laughs> pretend to be a wise man yes. Trevor Ari and myself Enough said.